Welcome to another episode of Inspire, a Black History series here at WNBF News. I'm your host, Daria Henderson. We hope you've been enjoying the Inspire series all month long here, highlighting some inspiring people within our community. So we decided, hey, we also need to bring sports into this conversation. Our Eric Richards had a father-son duo in mind who just had to come on here. They got one of the best baseball and softball programs in the country. So we brought them on here to inspire. Let's welcome Willie and Wilson James to inspire. Let's give them a hand, y'all. Let's give them a hand for being here. Thank y'all so much. Thank you. Willie Thank you. And, and, and Willie Willie. Mm. Willie Willie is what I picked up on since I've been here in South Carolina. Which is different because normally, right, like, the junior has like the, the two names right, <laughs> and right, the dad has right. like the one. So where did that come from? When I first moved here and he had been trying to get me here for, I don't know, forever. Um, but he had his organization already in place and he was, wanted to introduce me to um, the parents and the, the kids that were already in the organization. So one of the parents, and I'll never forget him, Stan Walford, um, Willie said, what do you want them to call you, Pops? Well, I've always been known as Coach James. And he said, Coach James, okay. And then this parent, um, Stan, said, all right, Willie Willie. And it's been Willie Willie for the last eight years. And, He's got to embrace it, and right? And I, I just, I hold on to it. I love it. All I right. love it. It's something different. And um, out of the many uh, monikers that I've had, I'll hold on to that one. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. So, of course, naturally, you can see me in my Cardinals jersey. You know, I, I, I had to wear it, right? I had to wear it because I had to defend, you know what I'm saying, where I came from. Don't be looking like that. <laughs> Don't be looking like that. You got to sit through it, okay? You got to sit through it like I'm sitting through being around some Cubs fans and then some L.A. Or some, some L.A. folks, too. Eric, you said you know them back in L.A. Tell yeah. us about that. Yeah, you know, I, I worked with Mr. Willie Willie here um, <laughs> for a long time, and, and what I can say about him is that he's an, a genuinely nice person. And one thing that he always said when he walked into the job was that, oh, I love my job. Yeah, you know, that was him. That was him. That positive, you know, affirmation every morning. You know, I couldn't believe it. You I didn't know, know you remember that. Because that sure wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just an all-around nice guy. And then we reconnected when I uh, moved here. And, and uh, the rest is history. Absolutely. Doing Absolutely. some great things here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love how that always yeah. comes like full circle. How life has come around. Yeah. I, yeah. I really couldn't believe it. I, I saw on Facebook. And he was saying that he's in Myrtle Beach. And I said, wait a minute. I know him. <laughs> and uh, we got in contact with each other. We went and had lunch. And um, I'm glad to have someone here from Southern California to hang out with. Absolutely. Yeah. It's good to have some people you know around. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Willie, we got to bring you to the conversation as well. Because yes. you had quite an impressive past as well. Quite an impressive history and a professional career, too, right? Um, you're the owner here at Carolina Elite. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on. We're going to get to that, exactly what you do about it here in a minute. But just tell us about uh, your professional career, because you was in the league for about, what, nine years or so, I believe? Nine years, yeah. So I <clears throat> I went to school at uh, junior college in Arizona, and I went to Purdue for a year and then signed with the Atlanta Braves, played with them from 2002 to 2006. And then we call it the independent circuit. I got released by the Atlanta Braves, and I've been to Canada, Texas, Iowa, Jersey, um, all the way up until 2009. And every year from 2004 till current, I was involved in youth and travel baseball. So yeah, it's been 
you know, a great, great little time doing it and just I think I'm still young so I, I enjoy that but yeah nine years professionally and got to meet a lot of great people. What was the best part of being in the league? I think just the relationships you know meeting new people meeting people from other countries um, I was talking to some of the players earlier and you know you got to meet guys that didn't speak English and that's kind of you know but I remember being a 21 year old a rookie basically and our shortstop was 16 and I'm looking at him like there's no way the 16-year-old is as good as I am. He's, he's so much younger, but he ended up making it to the major leagues, and I'm looking at him like, they're pretty good. So I think just meeting the new people is, is, a, is the best part about it for me. Absolutely. Um, and you also played for the Murder Beach Pelicans too, right? That's kind of how that got you over here to Murder Beach? I did. So in 2004, I came to Myrtle Beach. I played here when I played at Purdue. We played Coastal Carolina. And from Southern California, I was – I wasn't, I didn't know what Myrtle Beach was, you know, and our, all our other teammates did. Yeah, all, all our, <laughs> nowhere on the radar. <laughs> all our teammates were excited about coming here, and I'm looking at them like, what's so special about it? Mm -hmm. And then uh, I got sent here with the Atlanta Braves, and I still didn't remember it. And my wife had been here, so then our son was born, and it just, I say we just grew roots. Been here ever since, and I've tried to move so many times when I was younger. Never could. I just, it's been great. I don't know if it's, you know, the good Lord telling me this is where I want you, mm -hmm. but he didn't let me leave. And it's probably a great thing. So. It's all about being present as well, you know, and being where you're supposed to be. Right. Uh, you know, right. that's something we always hear. You know, you're never where you want to be. You're always where you're supposed to yeah. be to make an impact and make a difference. And here we're going to get to that difference in just one second, <laughs> but we got to bring in Mr. Willie Willie. Because <laughs> <laughs> you had quite a talk. As, as we was getting started out here, when I first came in and I met him or whatever, I was. <laughs> First thing he was like, are you getting into the batting cage? He was like, nah, you know, my knees ain't like they were before. <laughs> <laughs> but you used to do some stuff too. You was an umpire back there, right? I, I, I umpired, I was a scout. Um, I played a little bit. I can never forget when I got his phone call when he um, was ready to sign or when Purdue, I mean, when um, the Braves drafted him mm -hmm. and he called and he, his first words were that I passed you up. <laughs> I remember like it was yesterday, and I thought, I'm so proud of you. You know, I'm so proud of you. I'm, I'm glad you passed. Now, just take it a little further. You know, just that signing is good, but we can take it a little further. Um, my playing career was brief. Um, you know, I had trouble hitting the curveball, but um, I could run. And it used to be a coach told me all the time, he said, uh, Wilson, the one thing about you is, you can run, but you can't steal first base, you know? So, so That's important. You got, you got to get on first base, That's right? First you got to get on first base. Um, but, you know, I kicked around and, um, you know, played, uh, you know, some independent ball, or back then we called it Continental League. And um, I, I didn't think I was a bad little ball player. I, I roamed center field. I tell these older guys here, I probably can still outrun a couple of them. So we got some racing to do this summer. When I get these knees in better shape, <laughs> lose a little weight. But uh, the same <laughs> listen, I'm getting the track again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eric, I know you worked them before back in uh, L.A. You know, L.A. You know, that's like the city of lights, mm -hmm. right? The city of the city of like the actors and also some singers. You yep. ever heard them sing? <sighs> Haven't heard you sing. Well, hmm, I, maybe. 
I don't think so. I've, I've said. What I read, you yeah. also sang like the uh, Star Spangled Banner. I've sung times. the national you, you anthem. National yes, anthem? Yeah. yeah. I've done that a few times okay. at the um, the Myrtle Beach Basketball Classic at Pelican Stadium. Gotcha. Um, so you getting them high notes, huh? I, I sing low. <laughs> <laughs> James Earl Jones. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I keep it low. <laughs> uh -huh. uh, yeah. He um, practice a lot cleaning the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he always was singing. Oh, yeah. so everybody yeah. else grew up with Anita Baker. Oh, yeah. Right? I, I grew up with Willie Willie. Yeah. Uh -huh. Everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Temptations, a little bit of everything. We knew it was coming. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's just such an impressive background um, and I truly believe you know like you were saying kind of where life takes you and where God takes you you know it, it gets to the point it, it sets you up to give back to that next generation right um, and I feel as if personally just seeing for myself that's kind of what you've done with here with the Carolina Elite um, so let's talk about that a little bit um, besides just the, the sheer amount of talent that came from it right to have like that impressive background um, what makes this program better than any other program around here you know, I think it's, I, I personally gen, genuinely care about, you know, the player. Um, the coaches as well, we've got probably close to 30 different coaches, you know, and they all have <clears throat> different backgrounds, you know, and, but what we allow them to do or, is be their, be their selves. I think everybody gravitates towards individuals that kind of can relate to them. So, you know, it's great to have, you know, a guy that, maybe a younger kid can relate to and maybe an older kid can relate to you know it's not everybody with us has played professional baseball but we all have a story and we try to share that with each player and just get them to understand you know how important or how how loved they are how liked they are make them just really believe in their own abilities you know and I think <clears throat> for me that was important as a player and that's just something I want to give back to them is you know having that support systems big because it's it, this is a tough sport you know and we want to teach life and have really good humans more importantly than baseball players or softball players. So I think, you know, we really come across that way for the parents and the players that they understand where we're coming, you know, and they don't, it's just genuine, you know, and I think that's really been something that's stood us apart from some of the others. And that's like at all age levels too, right? You know, when you think about like, of course, you have the little guys here right now, but like, you know, you go all the way up to like past collegiate too, right? We do, we do. So we've got uh, what's considered a post-grad for players that for whatever reason, either got passed up or they don't have a place to play outside of high school. And we, I like to say it gives them that opportunity to play somewhere or, or showcase themselves outside of what the norm is. You know, it's a, I think COVID's really helped us learn that there's, alternative ways to leading some of these players to a success. Um, we were just talking earlier, we've got a couple players that just committed to go play college baseball outside of this year that came to us for whatever reason. You know, we get them for whatever story they have, whether it's a great thing at school or just athletically they weren't talented enough. And we feed into them. You know, we pour into them physically, mentally. Um, you know, we buy into them. We just make them feel wanted and I think a lot of players once they feel that coach has that genuine love for them and support their game just takes off I know that's how it was for me you know so we really try to do that for those guys and it's pretty neat to watch those guys those older guys move on because some of them had a lot of doubt coming in and when they leave their you know their chest is puffed out a little bit more that confidence the shoulders are back and you're like sweet you know that's what it to me what it's all about so it's pretty neat to see that
Yeah. And you look at the facility too. I know when I walked in, I was like, whoa. <laughs> what was what was your thoughts when you came in here? Same thing. Whoa. And, and I really, <laughs> this is my first time in here, and I'm really impressed of the setup. I'm impressed, you know, of. of you know, the fact that you're able to do this, too. I mean, it's amazing. It really is. We yep. had talked about this. I'm sorry. We had talked about this at your banquet, uh, awards banquet that you had recently, and I just didn't imagine it was this big. <laughs> I didn't think it was this big. Yeah, so we, um, we were at a, a different facility uh, back in October. We moved into this facility in November, the facility sports lab. Um, I have a partner that's involved in this, and some of the stuff that we talked about when we wanted to get something a little bit larger was, we want something that the community can can embrace and and be able to bring you know the father son. I had my dad growing up, and uh, I think it's pretty neat to be able to just come in and he could throw to you, catch, hit. But you got to have space. Um, the last place we were in didn't really have the space for it, and then to move into something like this and and see all the things we can do. Um, you know, the, in about two hours when everybody gets out of school, this place I like to say it's rocking and rolling. Got the music going, players everywhere, and sometimes I sit upstairs. We have an upstairs area. I just call it the porch. I just sit up there and watch and just look, and just admire and see like you know what these great kids are getting and the parents are seeing and, and just what we're able to give back to the community is is my biggest part. Um, like I said, this this facility is it's like a dream, you know, to be able to come here. I'd, I'd sleep here. I probably will. Um, so you see me in my car, I'll be here later. Probably here. But it, it's really something that I've, you know, ever since I've been here, I've been doing this the last. This will be my 20th year in travel baseball. Mm -hmm. And one thing I've always said, and when we put this together, was the community doesn't have this. Um, whether it's baseball, softball, a place where you can just drop your kid off and say, you know what, I know they're in good hands. I'm going to go to the mall. I'll be back in two hours. And the kids don't even want to leave then. So that's pretty neat for me to, to be able to see that. It's, that's one of the dreams that, you know, playing baseball was great, but this to me is lifelong. You were hinting at like the development of like the players just a little minute ago. And I looked on the website and I saw that Mr. Willie Willie, you're part of like the development of making sure that it's good. And as we know, you know, when it comes to anything, it's always good having that good, not calling you old, but good season <laughs> okay. wisdom. I'm fine season with wisdom it. around. You know what I mean? Like that is it's, it's it's the presence of it, but it's also you know, the knowledge that, that can come off, you know, and it's something as simple as, I don't know, sometimes it's not even like something so profound. It's just being there and just being there around when they just need, you know, I'm having trouble in school, I need some Absolutely. advice on this. You know, yeah. that's so important to have. How has it been for you being around and, and, and being an inspiration for these young kids? You know, and also the older ones so, too. Well, first of all, they inspire me. Uh, they keep me young. Um, they get me out of the house. Um, but as far as me interacting with, I don't care if they're the six-year-old or if our, they're our older guys, a, you know, 20, 19-year-old, um, I just let them know, and I try to be honest with them. Um, one thing I learned with this sport is, is honesty. You have to be honest with these kids, because um, if, if not, you know, you're not, you're not being genuine with them. So um, I just give them what, what I've had where I've been and uh, just let them know a little bit about who I am, where they can go with this sport. Um, because if we look at reality, uh, Darion, reality is, you know, maybe out of the 250 kids we have in this program, and I don't know, it could be more, um, you would say maybe 3% 
would probably go on and play D Division I college baseball. Now, if you want to take it to uh, professional baseball, you're taking it all the way back to maybe 1%. Um, and so there's life after baseball. Even if you make it to the highest level, and I have to explain this to them, even if you make it to the highest level, you're only going to play up until about 30, 35 years old. 35 is old in this game. Now, you have some guys playing at, you know, 38, 40 years old, um, simply because the game has changed a lot. But for the most part, what are you going to do after you're 35 years old? You have another 60, 65 years of life to live. Um, it was fortunate Eric was showing me the, the truck, and one of our college guys was interested in becoming a broadcaster or getting into your field. And so Eric was given, and his eyes lit up like he was one of the eight-year-olds we have here. And then when he came in here, he was like, Willie, Willie, this is what I want to do. I said, well, you got a game tomorrow. Let's try to win that game tomorrow. <laughs> One step at a time. Yeah, right, right. One step at a time, young blood. <laughs> slow, slow your roll down. Right. <laughs> you know, we, we still, you still got some baseball left in you. You're 19. Yeah. You know, I just said 30, 35. So, uh, but there is life after, after baseball. And there's so many things that you can do in this sport. Mm -hmm. As I mentioned earlier, you know, I've, I've come in as a, a player, a scout, a coach, an umpire, a director of uh, player development has taken me in, in places that I would have never thought it would take me. Uh, I've coached in Italy. I've coached in all parts of the United States, you know, from, from Houston to California, um, now here. Um, and, and it can just do so many things for you. Um, and one thing I have to add is you have to have a, a good partner. My wife has been there from, from day one, and um, he was talking, or Willie was talking about, he's been doing it since 2004, where he's not being quite honest. He was actually doing it in the 90s when he was about eight, 10 years old. <laughs> and I, I love for his, his mom to tell the story, because um, would, we would have to paint the garage door every year. Every year? Every year, because what is he, doing? he was playing strikeout throwing the ball up against the garage door. <laughs> and he, he would have tournaments. He would oh, grab wow. the, the boys in the neighborhood and have tournaments. And y'all had the, breaks there, right? We did. Well, okay. I did. <laughs> the wife didn't like it. The wife didn't like, like it. <laughs> That's exactly how it would go, too. And then, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> then one day she came home and she wanted to make some cookies or a cake. Can't quite remember, but she was looking for her flour. And um, she asked me, she said, um, where's the flour? You use all pop? I said, why would I use flour? Well, we looked, we looked, and then one of his siblings, his sisters, said, well, you know, he had a baseball tournament in our backyard, and he took all the flour and made the baselines. You know, the first baseline, the third baseline, and so, and then the batter's box. So there went 10 pounds of, sh of flour right there. <laughs> oh, she wasn't happy with that. She, she wasn't like happy. That. <laughs> oh, you gonna make some chicken right now. <laughs> 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 we ain't got no flour, will we? Kentucky Fried. <laughs>
she didn't like that one. No, I'm pretty sure. Like now, it's one thing to do something that Willie Willie gonna fix. It's another thing you in my kitchen. Yeah, right. Like that's something totally different. Like, we created a memory. Yeah. And I tell these guys that's all we're trying to do is create memories. And I'll never forget it. Now, you know, and that's what we try to do with these guys is create memories that they'll never forget. You know, and sometimes it's not at the moment probably the best idea, but it did create a memory. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and we were talking before too, because uh, of course I like the young guys, but also like you were talking about, like the collegiate level as well, and even like past that. And you have like this type of program that's like last chance you in a way from like Netflix, you know, where you give them like another shot yeah. to try it back out. Because as we know, going to college, you know, sometimes it don't work out. Right. It don't work out the best way you want to, like you were saying, having that next plan afterwards. Um, how has that program been for you all, putting that together and, 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 and working with them? And what have you seen as a result from that? Yeah, so this is our second year doing it. It's, uh, I say it's a new trend baseball-wise with the portal and all this, you know, the new way of everything's kind of got backlogged with after COVID. Um, so we've got players that at the fall didn't make their, you know, didn't make the cut for the school they were at. We got guys that in high school um, didn't, weren't physical enough, weren't strong enough, weren't fast enough. And so, you know, we, we were fortunate to put this program together last year, and we started with like 15 guys last year. Currently, we got 26. Um, <clears throat> we've got eight or nine from Canada. We've got one from uh, uh, New Hampshire. We've got, uh, uh, where else? Idaho, you know, then some sort of South Carolina, North Carolina kids. It's, it's really cool because they all come with their own special story, and it's important for us to learn their story because part of their story is why they're here and why they weren't successful or why they can be successful once you get down and you start talking to them. So we meet, uh, we meet at the end of each, we call it semester, just like school. So we met uh, at the end of the first semester and kind of mapped out a plan for them. Um, we've, we met when they came back. And since that point, I think out of the 26, eight of them are committed to go to college next year. So it, it, at the end, you look and you just say, you know, to watch these guys go from the athletic but maybe skinny kid to you know the stronger kid who's faster a year older and see him have an opportunity to play college baseball and, and fulfill his dream you know that's that's where the joy comes for us is to watch that player see his dream you know come to fruition and, and have that opportunity so you know in year two it's it's been great um, we we had a recruiting visit where we had we got our first recruit that signed with us from Oregon um, he came down on a recruiting visit we took him to a a coastal football game. We brought them here. We took them out to eat. Like we, you know, we're trying to get these players interested in coming to play with us that don't have those opportunities, but also show them that we're, you know, we take it serious. It's not just come play baseball. You know, tomorrow we leave to go play uh, USC Union, um, and and we just got back from Florida. You know, we go to Virginia twice. It's it's pretty neat because it's it's college without I say the school aspect of it the traditional school aspect. Yeah. A lot of the kids go online. Um, you know, you got high schools doing the same thing now. So with the way college sports is kind of developed, you have these pocket of players that 10 years ago would have been in college, where now you got 25 year olds that are getting a fifth year of college or a third year and fourth year. And then these 17, 18 year olds aren't physically as strong. They're not as talented. They're young. They just need that extra year. So that's what this, this gives is that extra year. And then we have players that 
like I said, they, for some reason in college, just couldn't figure it out in a semester or, or, or and, and had to find another route, you know? Yeah, and we don't hold those grudges again. We tell them, hey, we believe in you, and if you, uh, you know, if you do the right stuff, you have another opportunity. So we, we have good relationships with a lot of the schools. They send us players that are on those levels, and um, we coach them up every day. They live here. They, you know, I tell them we've been doing this for a long time. Respect the game, respect each other, and we'll get through this. You know, it's tough for some of them because everybody wants to think that, you know, they're that guy. You know, ah, I'm here. It's a, it's a bummer. And I'm like, hey, it may be. It's just a setback. But you'll get moving forward. So it's pretty neat. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. neat. Pretty sure it's cool saying, you know, like I said, folks, just from your past, right? Mm -hmm. And then to be out here doing something amazing as this. Yeah. You know, you said you went to the, um, an event they had recently. How, how was it being there? Well, I'll tell you, it was after one of our weekend shows, right? Okay. So, you know, I was tired. <laughs> Sleep was in my eyes. He knows. Because uh, he had watched, he had watched in the morning. And he said, oh, your tie wasn't straight. <laughs> Whatever guy. I live, with, <laughs> you know. I live with a fashion designer. He does, he does, he does. So just straighten it up just a little bit. But, but, yes, right. Um, but but what, what struck me about that, that banquet was the fact that, you know, you really have this group of, of you know, little athletes is what I called them, you know, because a majority of them there I saw were smaller, you know, uh, just really excited to be there and, and, and getting their awards and doing their little, their little TikTok dance or whatever that was <laughs> that I can't relate to anymore. But just, just the fact that you guys had this, this, this ceremony to acknowledge the, the triumphs and the successes of these kids and, and to see their parents, you know, in the grandstands, grandstands rather, uh, back they're supporting them and being excited for them to be there. I mean, it was it was it was really fantastic, you know. Yeah, we. Yeah, I say there's two things I I shoot for with everything we do is, I said it earlier, but creating those memories that these kids are never going to forget. For me as a player, those are the I didn't remember or still don't remember many wins and losses. Mm -hmm. I remember many hotels. I mean, I remember many rides, smells. I remember, you know, parents and how they, I remember those things. I don't remember the games. Mm -hmm. I remember those moments of, you know, the, the getting those awards and, and what it felt like, you know, and uh, to, to see that, that was our first one. Mm -hmm. Something that we put together just as a celebration of each player. Right. And what was neat for me was how excited the older players were mm -hmm. for the younger players. Mm -hmm. That to me told me we did something right because, you know, it's, to me it's hard to impress that 16, 17 year old. But when they're there and they're genuinely excited for that young player, like as if they were eight or nine, mm -hmm. that's pretty neat, you know. And, and we had our older guys there because they, some of them had been with us for a while. So for them to see kind of where they were and where they've come from to see now where they're at, it's just for everybody to notice and see like, you know, I was once eight and now I'm 16 or I'm eight. That's what the 16-year-old looks like. And so we try to put those guys in front of each other just so they can mimic their behaviors and understand, you know, how cool it is to actually, you know, do the right things and, and, and operate in the right way. So that was what that was about. And I, we, I enjoyed it. it was, I had fun. In, ta in talking for just a second about the older, the older kids there, because correct me if I'm wrong, but one of them was your grandson, right? Which I believe was your, is that yes. your son? Mm -hmm. and, and just emo how emotionally got up there, you know, in, in uh, talking to them about, about the experience there. I mean, that really had to tug at your heartstrings. I know you were leaking. <laughs> You're over there. Boo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he, was, 
Yeah, that, that Denzel that, tear, that, that, that one tear coming down. But, yeah, but, that but wasn't when, scripted when you were either. listening to him, you know, that had to that had to make you feel proud. It did. It did, especially knowing that he was told five minutes before that that he was going to speak. Mm -hmm. And so he had no preparation for it. Yeah. I had no idea what he was going to say. Um, but to hear him speak highly of the program and, and things that he's learned, you know, he's it was it did it was really one of those like maybe we did do the right thing with this kid you know or or maybe the the people that we surrounded him with have been that important and you know i think that's i wanted guys to see that so that when they get to that point they can see how he acted and and, and kind of emulate what he did you know because it took a lot for him to get up there i mean that's why we try not to tell him because we figured if we told him too soon the nerves would kick in so we get him up there and say hey, by the way you're speaking mm -hmm. and uh you know, so to hear what he had to say, it truly has, it wasn't scripted. He didn't know what to say, and he just spoke from his heart. You know, and uh, yeah, it was it was definitely one of those moments. But you know, I know there's going to be many more. I yeah. I swore, you know, he's graduating this year, and a buddy of mine's kid who played with us, uh, KJ's son, Reese, who played with us. La oh, he played since he was 11. Um, graduated from the program last year, and uh, I made fun of. KJ when his son graduated he was crying and stuff like that I said, ah. and now I'm in that position I'm like ah here it comes you know so to see those kids grow it's amazing you know that's 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 the fun part and really really what was what, what was going on with you <laughs> but, you know just just to see the whole makeup of it being put together and as he mentioned you know you have to surround yourself with good people and I would be remiss if I yeah, I know, I know I would miss some names, but, um, you know, Stephanie Lloyd, she, she did a fantastic job in putting that together, along with Willie's wife, Amanda. Um, it, it was just, and then to see the kids come up, and as he mentioned, as far as the, his son, my grandson, to know how far he's come. I remember him coming to California when he was five, and um, I had him in, see, I... I choked just telling the story. Mm -hmm. And um, um, we were in the backyard. And he, I said, so you play baseball, huh? Yeah, granddad. You know, I was like, okay, let's see what you got. So we're doing some basic stuff. And I said, um, take a lead off on first base. So he took a lead off on first base. And then when he got up, he wasn't still in contact with the bag. And I had the ball and I tagged him. I said, you're out. And he said, Nuh-uh. I said, yeah, you have to stay in contact with the ball. So now when I watch him play at 18 now and watch him crawl up, it takes me back to when he was five to say, you know what, maybe I did have a little piece to do, you know, in, in his development. Um, and I'm proud of him as well it, to, to watch him grow to where he is now and just be the young man that he's, he's turned out to be. So, yeah, it, 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 it. Denzel going in. It's okay to cry. It's okay to cry. Which takes us right to our in, in, Inspire series, which is what, you know, this is what we call it, Inspire. Um, would love to know, starting with you, Willie, um, when you think of Inspire, like, who inspires you? So I'd say my dad, you know. Um, <laughs> Since I was a young kid, you know, he was always there. And um, I've never watched him miss any work. You know, every day he gets up and he went to work, came home, took us all where we needed to go, you know. Um, 
And I just think if I can do that and be just like that, I'll be successful, you know, because I know there was times where we may not have had everything we needed, but I never watched him miss work, you know, and, and I know why he didn't was because there was all this little mouths at the house that, you know, like birds when he come home, like, what are we going to eat, you know, and, um, you know, so when I look back at that, just the work that he's put in and the things that he's done, um, you know, there's, to me, he's, he's, you know, he walks on water. That's just a person that I would like to be like, and I, I, I'd hope when my son gets to be my age, it's the same way. So he's the only person that inspires me. I know I could say, you know, I, I, all the years of watching him, you know, like I said, I don't remember him being sick. You know, it's like, so I operate the same way. I, I feel like I try to go to work every morning. I get up early sick, whatever, try to get to all the kids stuff. And I think that's because I saw that growing up. So that's my biggest inspiration. Brought a lot of pain for you too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't going to go into the negatives. <laughs> yeah. so you have to make up for that. <laughs> I love it. I love it though. I love it though. Willie Willie, you know, um, you're not so much of an OG you can't be inspired to. Who, who inspired you growing up and even inspired you today? I would say my, my grandfather. Um, he was he was a small statured man and pretty much the same thing um, you know although he only had the one one child my mom but he would every day I, I never saw him miss as well and um, I, I remember him taking me different places my dad was you know unfor unfortunately wasn't always in my life and um, so as a young eight, nine-year-old, you're looking for someone, and that's how I got into baseball. My, my grandfather was an old Negro League player, and so he would take me to, you know, where he would, used to play and uh, introduce me to some Negro League players and, um, you know, guys that I looked up to was athletes. You know, he would take me to Comiskey Park out of Chicago, Wrigley Field, you know, to meet the, the Ernie Bankses, um, you know, the Billy Williamses. Um, Willie Mays would come into town. Um, and then he would give me the stories when, yeah, yeah, boy, when I used to play with them and, you know, and I was like, yeah, granddaddy, you know, yeah. And then he showed me his shin and he put his leg, his pants up and he had a big old, it was, you know, back in the, I guess, 40s, 30s, you didn't have trainers and all that. He said he just kept playing, and he was playing second base. And uh, he got spiked. Um, and, and still to see him get around the way he would get around. Um, I, um, my mom was a big influence as well. Um, we just called her Little Mommy. She wasn't a big woman, but she, 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 she ruled the ship. And, um, you know, being the oldest, um, I had to set some examples for, for my siblings and, um, and, and just keep, continue, you know, to inspire these young kids. You know, my, but my grandfather was the one who inspired me. And, and how does it feel as well? I know you, y'all were saying earlier, I know you were saying how, you know, your dad told you, like, you know, when you called him and told him, hey, I made it past you, you know, and now, you know, and you was like, you know, go even farther yeah, right. to, to, to see him make it to that level and then get to the point now where he's now giving back to those 
young kids. What kind of goes through your mind as a father to see the progression of oh, your son? Oh, I, 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 I can't say how proud I am of him and, and what he's done. Um, he's, he's given himself so much to this community. And uh, like I said, it actually started when he was 10. You can almost see, see that in, in him at that age because he would have kids at our house that I didn't even know lived in our neighborhood. <laughs> you know, like, you know, and then afterwards, the you know, uh, yeah, the whole hood, right. <laughs> you know, and he would, he would actually have tournaments. He would have the bracket set up and, you know, you're on this team, you're on this team, you win, you move forward, you lose, you go home. He had awards for them. So I kind of knew this was going to happen. I just didn't know, you know, when and where, um, you know, and I tried to help him out as, as much as I could. Uh, and his baseball learning. Um, then as he got older, you know, you pass them on. And, um, you know, I, I also like to tell the story. My wife, he was a freshman in high school and he wasn't getting a whole lot of playing time, but he was playing varsity baseball. And um, so the wife, she would always sit in the stands. I was one who would sit way down the left field or right field line and watch the game, because I just want to watch my kid play. Right. And so she came home and she said, um, why isn't Willie playing? I said, well, you know, you got a second baseman who's a senior and, um, you know, he can hit the ball pretty far and, you know, he's a freshman, he's, he'll be okay. So she tells me, she said, well, I'm gonna go talk to the coach. I said, ooh. <laughs> really? Don't let mama do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I said, uh, we're not going to do that. She yeah. said, well, I, and then I, I kind of broke it down for her and said, um, our daughters, one was a dancer, another one was a cheerleader. And I said, what if I were to go to Miss Kincaid, the dance instructor, and say, Miss Kincaid, why isn't um, Nicole or Quinette sitting in the, um, or dancing in the front row? And she said, you don't know anything about dance. And that sort of, gave her her answer that, and you don't know anything about baseball. Let this play out, you know, and, and as it happened, it, it played out okay. You know, she kind of understood, okay, you're gonna deal with the, the boys and their sports. Well, I'm pretty sure you're probably wondering, you know, when I was on the phone with you, you were down in Florida. Right. Uh, like, I was like, hey, can you come to this podcast? You know, we're doing with WBF, uh, it's Black History Month. Da, 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 da. So I'm like, why, why are they calling me? You know right, what I mean? Right, right. Uh, Eric, you wanna tell them why? Well, I'll tell you what. Um, as you know, we're doing the Inspire series, right? And I wanted to personally let you both know, especially you, Mr. Willie. Uh, that I'm inspired by you both. And I'm inspired by what you've created here for these uh, kids, I call them. You know, yeah, even yeah. if they're over 18, they're yeah. kids to yeah, me, I'm 40 now. But it's, 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 it's what you're doing for these kids in this community. It's, it's the fact that you're uplifting them and, and showing them, as you mentioned earlier, that there is a path outside of baseball too. Because not a lot of people talk about that. They only think about the sport. Right. And they don't think necessarily about what happens if you get injured or if you, you age out of the sport or whatever that is. And you're giving them the necessary tools to say, hey, 
think about what's after this. And, and I'm just inspired also by the dynamic that you two have, you know? I was able to witness that at your, at your banquet. You know, I had not met you before, you know? And knowing you as long as I've known you. You know, you've always been an inspiration to me with just, as I said, your, your upbeat, I love my job moniker that you used to say that I didn't agree with most days. But, but it's, it's the fact that what you're doing here that is affecting so many lives and that this is your legacy. I often ask people what their legacy will be. This, as you already know, you should know, is your legacy here. And I like to take a page out of everybody's book because I was not the, the most athletic person ever. I played baseball in Little League too and I sucked. Okay, this tee ball right here, I would miss this. Don't put me, don't put a bat in my hand to play uh, baseball. We got some trainer, we can get some lessons. Uh, it was saying, oh, happen. But you know, <laughs> I think Darion will take that. We'll, we'll put him out there, but you can't get, you can't. It's for the look. Yeah, you can't get me out on that field to save my life, right? But to but but for you guys to to just sit back, just know that you're doing a good thing here, and I'm proud to know you for knowing what you're doing for these kids and this community. And I can't wait to see, you know, where this goes next. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's 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 crazy you say that. There's a couple of our coaches I've coached when they were 13, mm -hmm. and to me the coolest thing is when they come back and coach with you. Yeah. I've got one gentleman, Mike Fraser. He still calls me coach, and he's. 30 something. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> please don't call me coach. I'm not the OG. But that's what he knows me as. And, right. you know, so to see these guys come back right. and uh, coach the young kids the same way or, or, you know, pour into them like you poured into them, mm -hmm. to me, that's really what it's about. And, you know, that's, that's what I saw growing up. That's what we try to emulate for these guys. But it's cool to see them go all the way through, come back, have children, or, you know, come back and coach with the program. It's, to me, that tells me we're, you know, we're doing something right if they come back. You know, we didn't, we didn't scare them off too much if they come back and coach with us. And so that's the, that's the fun part for us, or at least for me. How can folks get in contact? I'm pretty sure, you know, they made it this far in the podcast. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. I'm convinced. I want to know <laughs> how can I get my son involved. Well, this, this, involved. this is the, uh, like I said, this is the Facility Sports Lab. We have a website, facilitysportslabmb.com. Um, you can schedule lessons, camps, uh, classes. Coming into the summer, we'll have day camps every day, Monday through Thursday from nine to one. Last year was a really good success. Um, we'll have sleepovers. I don't do the sleepover. <laughs> we have a coach that volunteers his time to sleep over with the kids and they love it because they get to run around. Yeah, it's pretty neat when you show up at five o'clock in the morning, sleeping bags are everywhere and I'm picking up chip bags. You know, I drop the food off, but. It's, it's cool to see because I know those are the memories that these kids are getting. And, and with this facility now being able to house so many more kids, I just, I, I'm excited to see what the summer is going to have to offer. Um, but yeah, just you can go to our website, facilitysportslabmb.com. I have different coaches that do lessons, camps. Um, I kind of oversee some of the stuff, so I'm not as available for lessons and camps, but. Private lessons too, right? Private lessons, group lessons, pitching lessons. Um, we try to do, you know, we have a weight room, so we try to do a little bit of everything where the kids can come. Um, we want it to be a place where they feel safe, you know, safe to come and work out and fail in this game of baseball and, and, and learn, because I feel like in order for them to grow, they've got to fail, but it has to be a safe place where they can fail and feel comfortable. So that's, you know, with the different instructors that we have, 
I really feel like that's a great space for them. And we, we're getting a lot of kids from outside of just this area, which is really neat. Um, and I think that's a testament to the coaches that we have. You know, I'd, they don't see me as much, so I know it's not me. It's all these other guys that are, that are in here, and we're trying to get more softball as well. We've got some of the high schools coming in, which is pretty neat. Um, with uh, the summer coming, all the travel teams that are going to come in. So it's going to be, I know it's going to be a busy summer, but to me that's what I'm welcoming that. That's why we wanted this building, you know, so that it's, I don't know, it's just a dream, you know, and get to live it and, and see all these kids live through their dreams and accomplish their goals and it's fun, you know, it's, I, I know the laugh that you say, you know, he says he loves his job and I, I wake up and I'm like, I get up at three, four o'clock in the morning, excited to get going, to get back in this building. I was gone for a little while and on a vacation, and I, all I could think about was, man, I need to get back. I need to get back in the building and see some of the kids and the guys and, and just get back into that routine. So it's, it's, a, it's a great place, you know, very enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. He, he mentioned the lessons a lot, so that means we got to go sign up. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about all, all that. We don't know about that. All ages are His welcome. His bones are cracking, mine are cracking. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't know about all that. <laughs> well, Willie and Willie, Willie, thank you so much <laughs> yes, for joining us you. here on Inspire. I appreciate thank you, brothers. Thank, thank you so you much. Too. Thank you. Oh, appreciate man, this was a great conversation. I really appreciate it. And I love what y'all are doing here thank you. at Horry County. Really appreciate you. And thank you for watching, too, for Inspire, a Black History Month series here at WNBF. You can watch all the episodes on WNBF's YouTube channel or listen where you get your podcasts.